Mic check, one, two. Tom, use your word. Hey, you. That's original freedom. The first time that I had met uh, Brian, uh, heard anything about him, you know, Scott and Brian already had a little bit of a relationship going on. And then, um, you know, we put together at the time, Scott and I were uh, trying to figure our way. <laughs> and uh, we put together an event there at uh, Rock Castle Shooting Center uh, for uh, Will Staples, who we had on the podcast before, a uh, screenwriter, and about five or six of his, I think it was about six of his friends. <laughs> and, uh, that was, and it was such a great <laughs> trip. So Sorry. it was a, so that, that, that piece from my, from my personal, from my end of it, you know, it was like, hey, we were focused in, we were going to put these guys through a three-day you know, shooting pistols, shooting carbines, shooting sniper rifles, uh, kind of a fun and gun, but with some real life experience stuff, you know, we, uh, threw what we called at the time veteran experience in there. And, uh, I you called it like the boardroom, to battlefield or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. we called that one. Well, actually that was with a different one. It was okay. boardroom to battlefield. This one was kind of uh, I don't even think we had a name for it. I think we Just called the it the Will Staples event. Yeah. So Scott said, Hey, I got this buddy of mine, Brian Ann Anderson's going to come triple MPT. I'm like, fuck yeah, man. Like awesome. Can't wait to meet him and then be a part of the event. And, um, and because both all those guys that were there, you know, the opposite of, of where we kind of come from, you know mm-hmm. I mean? There were screenwriters, writers, all that kind of stuff. And, um, and so we did that event and it was incredible. And, and from a, a, not a social experiment from, from my point, I thought it was going to be really, well, I knew it was going to be really incredible for these guys uh, that really weren't that close to the military, to, you know, to be with you, you know, and, and a triple amputee. And to see how they do it, because uh, most folks, um, yeah, I think it's safe to say most folks uh, have kind of a trouble dealing with someone who's severely injured. I'll just speak for myself. You know, the first time I was around a severely injured guy, it was kind of like, oh, what do I say? What do I do? And then you're around him a little bit, and you're like, yeah, this guy's a fucking dick. Or, you know what I mean? Like, hey, he's a great dude. Or, you know what I mean? You just, the whole injury piece goes away, and you're left with the human being, you know, that's there. So I thought it was going to be a really great experience for these guys to watch them feel awkward and weird around (laughs) you at first, and then, you know, see when that would change over and everything. But anyway, just setting up that that event that we did and now my question would be like hey what was your experience you know at that event you know uh because again it was three days we had a shit ton of fun you know i mean it was and i know in my mindset at that time and scott's also was um you know we knew how hard you were hitting the road you know and all you were doing for others you know and when it was a big deal for us when you showed up that like yeah brian you're not going to give any motivational speech you're not going to do anything like hey this is we want you to have fun and experience the event and um so what was if what was your experience of that experience so i would i guess i would have to say um with between you scott and magnus Uh um i felt like I was a part of the team again, like the camaraderie. And so that was probably the biggest thing for me. And the fact that you didn't make me feel like I was a participant. You made me feel like I was an instructor or someone there to help these guys too. And like the first time we met with all of them, 
it was a little awkward, but I think that went away really fast just because of who I am and, and yep. handled all of that. Um, it was really cool. Um, uh, and then I don't know, I, I guess my memory sucks. So <laughs> only like the, the highlights stick in my head. And to me that was, um, doing the driving shooting with Magnus driving, um, and that badass Jeep that was <laughs> so awesome and fun. And I don't know. And then, and then when we were sitting there that one night talking about how Hollywood always gets gunfire, uh, wrong. Um, in the movies and stuff. And so like we had planned secretly to shoot at these guys and <laughs> understand what it sounds like to get shot at. And I'm like, I knew this was about to happen. And they're like, you want to stay up here? And I'm like, no, I want to go down there with them. <laughs> Why, who, how, that is messed up, isn't it? Like, oh yeah, I want to go down and get shot at again. Like, come on. But I went down there and blew off some Tannerite, and then we start shooting over their heads, and they didn't even know what it was. They're just like standing around, like, dude, it kind of sounds like popcorn. I'm like, dude, you're getting shot at. <laughs> and then they start ducking and like, Ow. shot over, shot over, not at. Well, right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's clarify that. We didn't shoot at them, we shoot in their general direction over their heads. But you could still hear, like, all 100%. Yeah. Uh, it was so, I don't know. I just thought that was fun and exciting. Yeah. yeah, man. And for me, it was the, uh, it was super cool. Like the whole intent was met, you know, because um, those guys, you know, were feeling awkward around you at first. And then when you were out shooting them with your one good arm and the plastic from your bad arm was flying off and shit, <laughs> you know, it was, uh, then they were just like, I hate this guy. Like he's got one arm. <laughs> And he's out shooting and we're pushing you around in the wheelchair, you know, on the, yeah. the you know, the stress shoot, you know, and uh, it's like, yeah, I hate this guy, you know, <laughs> he's, you know, what, you know, so that piece of it. And then uh, for me, uh, like I said, just the highlights, which was super impactful for those guys, because uh, we've mentioned it a few times. You mentioned at Walter Reed, uh, you mentioned it there at that event, you know, of the importance of being around uh lack of better words your peers uh but it's much deeper than a peer kind of i don't really have the right word for it but like your own kind uh who you've been through the same shared experiences with and then exposing those guys you know to our world uh somewhat like you said with the shooting but then the one that stands out in my mind uh which was super emotional for me at the time is you know we went down in the cave and we did that veteran experience oh, that's uh, right yeah, and it was really awesome, right? And then, uh, so they got to experience that and then and of itself. And then I was one of the last ones to come out and um, and there was like four of uh, the other guys, uh, you know, Will's crew in there. And, uh, you know, you had to have assistance getting down in the, in the cave. And then right. whenever we were leaving the cave, you know, Scott slung you up on his back, you know what I mean? You grabbed onto Scott's back and you were walking out of those caves and those guys were just sitting there and they got to see that brotherhood kind of scene, you know, and it was, uh, obviously they were already melted by the stories and everything that we told there, but then to see that visual, you know, from their feedback to me was a bit life-changing for them because they're like, holy shit, like these guys are real, like they're watching that happen. Like he's carrying his buddy out of the, 
thing, you know what I mean? And um, so, yeah, it was a, just great from a social standpoint of just seeing how uh, them being open uh, to us and sharing our world with them and all the fun that goes with it. But then also, hey, here's the rest of the story, you know, the uh, price, lack of better words, you know, paid. Did we then, go set the fire after that? And yeah, yeah, man. Talk about those stories. Yeah. And, you know, like, it's awesome that you say something like that because that's something, a piece that I never would have pulled out or, like, and that just goes to say, like, you never know what you say or do that will affect other people. And yeah. that's why I just try, try to keep doing what I'm doing because I never know what I'm going to say or what I'm going to do that's going to help. Just keep doing with you and it's going to yep. just believe that it's helping kind of thing. I don't, I don't Abs- know. And everybody, and everybody, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, from my perspective and man, the whole thing is like, Hey, people are always watching. Like you said, so just do you, you know what I mean? Be yourself, be the best that you can be, which no one can be that way all the time. But Hey, whenever you can be, you know, people are listening, people are watching and you never know the impact that you're going to have on them. And that's for everyone. I think if I remember correctly, that was a very narrow cave. And I think yeah. I was on Magnus's shoulders through the NDG shooting part. Like he walked me through and I was on his back shooting. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that, that was a different event. So, oh, was uh, it? Yeah, there was the event. We went down into the cave where we told the war stories down there. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. And then we had a cave shoot. Oh, uh, okay. Where we had the target set up. And like you said, Magnus did have you on his shoulders. This is like, head. Eight, seven, eight years ago. Oh, I know, man. It was it was a I good day, but but even with all my damn brain damage, you know, I mean, it was uh, there was some events, like you said, some super impactful uh, moments, you know, amidst of all that um, during that piece. It was super cool. Yeah, and I got to spend time with you and meet you and knew who you know know who you are and what you are all about, and it was an incredible experience for me personally. And look at this, eight years later, we're still doing it. Exactly, man. Talking the same shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was our second time doing it. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 I spoke. You did. Okay. And um, I don't remember a whole lot <laughs> because that was a bit of an out-of-body experience. Um, and it's just for clarity, this is, you know, Tom said, we call it the veteran experiences. Uh, we, uh, decided to, uh, take some advice, uh, out of a book written by Dr. Edward Tech, uh, as it relates to, uh, healing after, uh, combat or post-traumatic stress disorder or post-traumatic stress or whatever it is folks want to call it. Right. Uh, Magnus gave me that book. Yeah, and uh, and part of it was that the warrior tells their stories of combat, uh, moral combat, not to other warriors, but to the tribe to help unburden their soul of some of this pain. And um, so we had already uh, tried it once. Tom had stepped up and uh, done it first uh, and uh, had amazing success, if you will, uh, got a lot of healing. Tom had gotten a lot of healing from the process. Uh, so said, hell, well, let's give it another shot. And then, uh, you came into play and the way you came into play actually was because of Nick Noble. 
Um, right. Nick and Nate Noble uh, at Rock Castle. You had recently uh, published your book. I had recently published my book. Um, we both uh, had met Nick, who is still one of my dearest friends, our dearest friends. And um, he says, you got to meet this guy, Brian Anderson. Next thing I know, we meet. And um, that led to the part of the story that Tom already told, uh, so to speak, as far as you come. And, and I'd written down a couple funny things about that as well. <laughs> um, kind of all over the place uh, from the cave, which was super emotional and beautiful. Um, and then, yeah, that moment of like, I just remember it was like, it wasn't even a thought or anything. It was like fucking just, you're on my back. And I'm like, metaphorically, we're coming up out of this dark ass cave into open air with a nice fire burning with all these great humans. And it was like, we went down there, got rid of some pain and came back up. And, um, and I've got this dude who a month ago, I'd never uh, heard of that like boom connected and we've been that way ever since um interestingly enough haven't been present in each other's lives physically yet right it's not you know it's just never mattered um and that's just always been cool and i've just always known that there was a bigger purpose as well um i've always known that your story um is so much bigger than you give credit for uh, what you've accomplished is so much more than you give credit for. And um, what's cool is to really be linked up now. And um, we talked a lot, you know, yesterday about possibility, man. Um, you know, it's the last 10 years and the, the stuff that you just spoke of, the accomplishments that you've made. The other part that whether people, you know, were paying attention or not, say you hustle. You work your ass off. Mm -hmm. um, I heard you talk about in high school, two hours of this on top of two hours of that. And then you figured out if I'm going to go deep somewhere, I'm going to focus on it. So you dropped one and went deep and you're just crushing it there, right? All these different things I'm picking up that are part of your makeup that you could have easily walked away from that are what drive you, you know? And um, it's just, so cool to also see you so normalized, so humanized. Like on one hand, I've you're a guy that could have Hollywooded the shit out of your story. You never have. You stayed true to yourself. Like all these reasons, like you inspired me then. You you know you inspire me now. Um, and that. yeah, man, because it's it, it, it's it's so big um, what you do. And even back then. Um, like, and that, Tom and I had very little treatment back then, by the way. So we were, <laughs> and to your point, even crazier than now. Um, but I want to go back to Tom talked about you out shooting Will Staples and his buddies. So our buddy Will's been on the podcast. So, Will, we're going to make sure you listen to this one. And Will Staples was a lead writer on Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare, the first one, the biggest one ever, right? So he, him and his buddies were coming to hang out and shoot and do cool stuff. 
At the end of it, we had set up a three-gun rifle, pistol, shotgun, where literally <laughs> Brian was a competitor yeah. and was being pushed in the chair. And that's what Tom was talking about. And Brian freaking beat every one of them with one good hand. So the guy who built one of the most badass shooting games on the face of the planet, or, or the script for it anyway, you know, and, and, th and that's who you beat with your one, your one good hand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. One question that came to mind and you said it early on um, when telling your story was just having the, the choice between depressed or have fun. <clears throat> and it's to me like such a simple, I mean, you put it so simply yet. I think, I feel like that's something that people could struggle with uh, on, on a great, like a huge scale. Oh, and, absolutely. And I, and, and you've, you've already displayed it too, as far as like how, um, you know, that is part of your makeup where that's not even a, a discussion of where, of which way you're going to pick yet. I'm curious to know, you know, how you kind of articulate that to people, um, how easy that decision could be. I, I usually just say, look, it's not going to be for everybody and not everybody thinks this way, but sometimes it is as easy as making a decision, a conscious decision to be a certain way. After I got out or after, like while I was in, I was struggling with who I was and what I was going to do with my life and where I was going to be. And I would see other people do certain things or cool things or uh, things that, that spoke to me. And I'm like, wow, that's cool. I wish I had that confidence or whatever. Um, I, I, I just kind of chose this person, this idea of this person that I was going to be. And then I just started being that person. And maybe in the beginning, it, it didn't feel like it was me because it was something new and different, but who, who says that that's not really you? So it was almost like that false confidence of just being this person, you kind of feel like you're faking, but then after you do it for so long and, and for a while, who says that's not you? Because that is you and that's what you're doing. Yeah, I think that's the key part of what you're talking about too is just having what that aspiration is and like right. the time it took you to figure out who that person is that you wanted to strive to be and that kind of thing. And that could be something that people do struggle with, but that's the cool thing to hear you say is, is working towards that. And, but not only working towards that yet knowing what that picture looks like. And, well, and I didn't always know it, it mm -hmm. grew and, and changed over time because everything changes, mm -hmm. but I had an idea. Like I knew that I didn't want to be a shitty person. I didn't want to put people down. I didn't want to um, be a degenerative uh, and hurt our country. I knew I wanted to help people. I knew I wanted to make um, people believe in themselves. And I knew that I wanted to. And so like that was like literally the building blocks. And I built from there um, into who I've become, if that makes sense. Yeah, man. That's awesome. I think it's awesome that you just laid out something that's definitely been a part of my path, which is sometimes just figuring out. Sometimes I've had to figure out what I'm not, who I'm not, what I don't like first. Um, and then as a byproduct, what I do want begins to fall out or at least those choices, you know, get fewer and fewer to where I can get some clarity around what it is. Right. Um, and then you have fewer and you sure. can start trying them. And if that doesn't work, you just go to this one and all right, I don't want, I don't like that. I don't want to be that person. 
you be this guy and then you try that and then if that doesn't work you go to the next like there's no set time for you to do it in there's no like you can always you can change tomorrow you could change every day if you wanted uh be a different person i mean that's kind of why i like being an actor but uh yeah like it, it's don't limit yourself you could be who you want to be limitless man you just nailed it right there like that's where you're in the beginning it's like more powerful humans original freedom you are absolutely a totally free human in so many ways that you've always maintained when I, from my perspective in so many areas of your life you're, you're at choice you know it's, um i'm sure there's like um uh, you said you have bad days we all do yet um like you've chosen to for example you're like life would be simpler at least with my interpretation if i didn't have everything in the world altered to fit the fact that i only have one good limb i'm just going to learn to operate in a world that's always the same so you just fucking rolled through life you like nah you didn't have, you've never asked anyone to change you've never i remember first being in your presence and watching the strength you had and uh, and, and your your skill also some funny shit like watching you come out of your chair onto <laughs> one prosthetic hand one good hand into a handstand walking on a prosthetic and a good hand and flipping up to a chair to, to probably at times sit down and have a smoke and a beer right um so who the fuck is this guy um <laughs> he, he, he just the the energy you know that you have and then to hear you explain it which is that you still just choose um you really are living at least what i believe to thine own self be true you're like i don't give a fuck what you think i am or should right. be um, about i'm going to invent i'm going to manifest into reality this version of me that I dig more than anything in the world and that's what you continue to do if you want to find Brian on social media um, if you want to find him just on the internet as far as a lot of the different things he has out there I know he's got a great website and some other following Brian can you give us a rundown on how folks can find you the websites www.andersonactive.com my Instagram is Brian6744, and my Facebook would just be my name, Brian Anderson, B-R-Y-A-N-A-N-D-O. Yeah, so that's Brian with a Y. Brian with a Y and an O in Anderson. And there's two pages. There's a fan page, personal page. Quick plug uh, for the book as well. Oh, uh, No Turning Back. Uh, you can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Usually the bookstores are pretty much sold out. Um, I would say the best place to get that would be on Amazon. Brian, I want to thank you so much for giving us your time today. Um, as always, an inspiration to me uh, and to us, no doubt, the way you've uh, lived your life. Man, the part where you just laid it out when you said, I'm going to be who I want to be. And uh, I'm, going to, I'm going to have that vision and I'm going to live my way into it. And uh, that really lays out looking at what's possible having the courage to take the steps necessary to achieve that vision. Make sure the vision is believable. Um, and no doubt, once the work is put in, the highs and the lows will come. 
And at some point that vision will be made a reality and you will have created what it is you have chosen to be. Brian, man, thanks for giving us an amazing version of how that's done. Thank you for the service that you gave to our nation. Thank you for the service that you continue to give to literally mankind through sharing your story of perseverance and for being a absolute beacon of hope for me and many others. I value you, uh, uh, you and our friendship. I look forward to this road together. Um, thanks for being with us here on the Original Freedom Podcast. It's all about power. It's all based in love. Make sure you take a hard look in the mirror, control what you can, your mind, your thoughts, nothing more, nothing else. Face the fear, walk with courage, and we'll see you next time here on the Original Freedom Podcast.